This is The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca. Toronto's News, today's talk, 640 Toronto. Happy Sunday and welcome to The Parenting Show. I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. And boy, do we have a fun and exciting show for you guys this evening because it's not a traditional show. I'm usually in studio or doing the show from my bedroom, but I'm at beautiful Deerhurst Resort in Muskoka for the Girlfriends Getaway Weekend. This is something like year 14. And so I had to bring one of my girlfriends as my guest uh, for tonight's show. And that, of course, is Miss Kelly Boss, psychotherapist, mama of two, uh, um, relationship and parenting expert. We're going to go with guru and goddess today. Hey, yeah, let's do it. Love it. Love that. So, so <laughs> Kelly, we're here at Deerhurst and we're doing this in front of a live studio audience. Isn't yeah. this not exciting? It's so exciting. Very, very fun. We normally do it where I'm in like pajama pants on the phone with you, but this is great. It's good. And we're going to talk all things relationships because we have we have a shitload of women here at Deerhurst and we're always talking relationships with our girlfriends. Yeah. And, you know, for the dads listening at home tonight, too, you're going to get some stuff out of this as well. So so don't tune out. Um, but we want to focus on the ladies. We want to focus on the ladies. And there's all different kinds of relationships out there, Kelly. So I don't know. Where do we start? Do I ask you or do we we ask the ladies in the audience what they want to hear? You know, it's so much more fun that we have an audience. I would say go with them. Okay, so I'm looking at our beautiful audience here. And by the way, people at home probably think I'm lying because they can't hear you. You guys are too quiet. So um, can we like, you know, have a little uh, shout? Like, did you guys have fun last night? Yeah, it's real. It's real. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. See, see, we're not lying. There is a studio here. Studio audience, I should say. So, okay. So ladies, what do you guys want to hear about? Shout it out. Do you guys want to hear about relationships when it comes to your partners? Uh, Are things maybe a little stale at home with your partner? Uh, What about relationships with your girlfriends? Or if you have kids, relationship with your kids, relationship with self, where do we start? Okay, I'm getting I'm getting to the side of me. We got to start strong. We got to talk about Kelly. Yeah. Stale relationships. Stale, okay. So yeah, there's some nods in the audience or at least and some, some knowing glances. And yeah, some giggles. Some, some, some giggles. giggles. Um, so I, I wonder, hold on. Um, for those of you that are in a relationship, married, um, whatever it may be, long term, can I get a show of hands? Okay, so for those of you guys back home, there's a lot of hands that went up. Um, of those of those ladies, how many of you are experienced a little <laughs> well, how do we word this? Still's good, but yeah, is it a little less exciting these days or maybe maybe way down on the priority list? If there's also maybe some parents or people with busy careers that can make the relationship that afterthought right yeah are any of you guys experienced that experiencing that okay we're getting we're getting a little bit okay so so things are stale kelly Mm -hmm. um you're with someone you've been with them for a very very long time it's really easy to go down that road where it's just like it's routine you're dealing with kids you're dealing with work and and just that person that you share a bed with is not a priority like they used to be because you're exhausted yeah you're exhausted absolutely who feels a little stale themselves because i think Right. Yeah. Sometimes I think it's that like we just feel so disconnected um, with making time for ourselves, although you guys are doing great already. 
good job on the getaway weekend. And those are hard to do sometimes. Anyone feel a bit of guilt going on it? I hope oh. not. Oh, we're hearing, we're hearing a lot. It's like no, the mom guilt. Oh, yeah. The mom guilt is real. Yeah, it can be hard sometimes to take that time for yourself. And there's always a million other things to do. So good for you to get out this weekend with your friends. That's amazing. But yeah, I think it often starts with feeling a little connected to yourself, right? And and making sure that you are feeling life and not just sort of going through it. I had a girlfriend right this morning. She's like, I just like baby cried on a walk, feeling so overwhelmed with all the things I have to do. And I, I relate to that. And uh, yeah, there's a lot sometimes that we can look to that's not about ourselves. So, and that is true. You got to make time for yourself because if you're not in a good place and they say that you got to, how can you fill someone else's cup if your cup is not full, right? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So Kelly, how do we do that? We go home, we see our significant other. They're probably tired and exhausted as well. But if no one's making an effort, that is not going to lead to a good and healthy place. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, so what help us out? What are some tips? What are some tricks? Like, is there a magic pill that we can take? Yeah. So you know, if we just start right away with things that we do for ourselves and maybe is the mic like floating? Like, can we, like, what are some great things that you do or you've heard of people doing that you think would you'd love to implement? <laughs> what are some great things you do for yourself in a week? Oh, we've got, we've got someone's hand up. Need that right mic, mic is going amazing. there. Manny's and Petty's. I love that. Okay. So that's, that's a good one. Oh, oh, we've got, okay. Someone else. What a, what do you do? Go, Go to, the, to gym. the gym. Yes. Okay. So we've got some pampering going on. Manny's petties, gym. I consider gym, you know, pampering as well. And it's good for your mental health. Mm-hmm. What else, ladies? Okay. Scrapbooking weekends. Your lucky legacy for your kids. I think I made a page once, but <laughs> you know. Okay. But the thing is, is that there's, see, there's two people that answered in a room of women here. And that's got to say something. That's got to say that a lot of us are not taking time for ourselves. And if we're not, if we're not in a good place, like I said, Kelly, like how are we going to help those around us and be in a good place with those around, be in a good place for those around us. So help us out. Well, I mean, I know like sometimes when you are feeling overwhelmed, it can be hard. Um, And it can even be hard to know what you want to do. Like what you like to do five years ago, I mean, especially given the last five years, right? Things have changed. We change, we grow, our interests change, maybe even our friendships change a little bit, our work can change. So many changes can happen that can be hard to sort of connect to those things that give us that little spark, you know, that little bit of connection to ourselves. So sometimes it can be just starting there, like trying to figure out what feels good and not what should feel good. Like someone else's kickboxing doesn't have to be your thing. And, you know, sometimes we sign up for those classes and we're like, oh, I've got to go. I've signed up and now I'm in kickboxing. And I remember friends saying once that, oh, I hate it. I shouldn't go. And what happens is every Monday night, I hate myself for not going. And then I don't go or I do go and I don't get that much pleasure out of it. So she stopped doing it. And then she said, oh, I really like to run or whatever it was. And so she found something else. But sometimes we can be you know, just hard on ourselves. We can be so hard on ourselves to you kind of force ourselves into something that doesn't work. So saying no <laughs> is a good one and looking for those things that give us, oh yeah, that actually resonates with me or that actually makes me feel good. Definitely. And what do you say about date nights? Do we get into that right now? Yeah. Do we, do we like, do we jump to that? 
Sure. Like, so you've got maybe a bit of a handle on yourself. You've got a little bit of that spark. You know what you want. And then it's like turning to the relationship and saying, okay, instead of always making an afterthought, instead of always saying, okay, well, I don't know. I don't even feel like going out now. I'm tired. You know, trying to make it a priority. And in that, it's a little, it's not very sexy, but what we have to do is sort of schedule it. We have to schedule it or we won't do it because, you know, at this time of year, like doesn't your pajamas and Netflix sounds so good. But could that be a date? Okay, yeah, hold on yeah. a second. Totally. We are going to take a quick break. But when we come back, I want to find out like, what is a real date? What yeah. do we consider a date? What sure. does not count? How do we schedule this stuff? What do we do? Because are all, are we all pros out here in the audience? Do we do we know? Do we need help? No, it's I can't not. hear you guys. Need we, help. Need, we need help. We all need help. So don't go anywhere. This is the parenting show right here on 640 Toronto. And I'm your host, Pina Crispo of chicmama.ca. You're listening to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from chicmama.ca. Toronto's News. Today's talk, 640 Toronto. Welcome back. It is Sunday night and you are tuned into The Parenting Show right here on 640 Toronto. I'm your host, Pina Crispo of chicmama.ca. I've got my special guest, Kelly Boss, joining me. She's a psychotherapist, mama of two, relationship and parenting goddess. I changed your title. I always love do it. that when you come on the show. Yeah, every something different every time, but I love it. <laughs> Um, and we're doing the show from Deerhurst Resort because it is their girlfriend's getaway weekend, ladies. <laughs> they're also very excited because there are a ton of different activities and things happening here. And uh, I, too, am excited. Um, but, you know, what we're talking about we're talking about relationships that that can also be a very exciting thing. Uh, right before the break, we were talking about dating and stale relationships, talking about those of you that are married um, or have been in a relationship for a very long time. And and then life just happens to get in the way. That's career. That's kids. That's everything. And then you get home and you're tired and you just want to go to sleep and you kind of neglect. Would you yeah, say neglect, yeah. Kelly? The person that, that mm-hmm. you know, your life partner. And that's kind of crappy. So we're talking about dates and dates are important. And Kelly, you were saying that, you know, it's that time of year where you just want to get home, throw your PJs on, curl up, watch Netflix. How many many of you guys want to do that? (laughs) Oh, we're we're seeing lots of hands, lots of hands. Sock slippers, like it's the time of year. Okay, so hold on though. Could that not be a date? Yeah. Yeah, To the busy, because like a lot of people are busy or like let's get real in the financial state that we're in. A lot of people can't afford to go out. Right. Oh my goodness. Meals at restaurants now. Right. So, okay. So it's, it's PJs and Netflix or Netflix and chill. Okay. (laughs) You know, the answer to that. Yes. Always. Okay. (laughs) No, absolutely. I mean, when I'm saying schedule it, it doesn't have to be a big expensive thing. It can definitely be, you know, date night in that's no problem you can get together and do something different maybe try and like spice it up make appetizers together like make it a bit of an event but yeah absolutely that's like I think what we're gonna you know have a difference here you have date night and you also have just chilling which is probably pretty regular but trying to make it a bit special and you know taking time to connect maybe it's playing cards like it doesn't have to be a big 
thing, but it, I think it does have to be an appointment of sorts, right? Something where we're recognizing that we need to spend time and connect and not just be like in parallel, you know, often on different shows, you know, like that's different parts of the couch and different shows and different things going on, like try and do something together. Okay. So that's what I was going to say, because I came across a reel on Instagram and um, the therapist was saying that sometimes it's just sitting down with your partner, watching a program, a show, a movie that they enjoy that you necessarily don't. Um, and I thought that that was so nice to hear because otherwise that's where you start getting that disconnect. You know what I mean? It's like, well, I don't like the show. I'm just going to go off to a side and read a book. I'm, or I'm going to go out or I'm going to go upstairs and leave the room. Mm-hmm. So yeah, absolutely. We had a question though, too, or I thought, okay. So what she's saying is um, when you do have those nights, Get rid of all electronics. And I think that's huge because so many times we'll sit down and then we'll hear a beep. A notification will go off and it's just like you pick up your phone. You don't even think about it. Yeah. And you're not present in the moment, which is something that I suck at. We've got another question in the audience. What do you do when they fall asleep? Can you smack them? Kelly, I'm I'm turning to the doctor for this one. I can't. I can't endorse the smacking. (laughs) But, um, you know, certainly I think that's it. Like, I think we get too comfortable with each other sometimes. That's where the spark kind of gets threatened a bit. Like the intimacy, novelty, it's hard to have the two together, right? Like there's not a lot new after who's been married a long time. Give me a number. 19, 16, 30, right? Like, so if you have these many, these many years, it's hard to get like novel, but intimacy is important and you being asleep, not helpful, right? So I think having that conversation, not you, but them. Yeah. Them being asleep. Sorry not you I understand but sometimes some sometimes it's us but like being able to say like okay I know you're tired is tonight a good night to hang out like we had it planned or can we reschedule because I don't want you falling asleep like think we can say because the biggest thing in relationships is often communication right yes so we make assumptions or we don't say something we just get mad right sometimes you know we just you know take tuck that away and we're a little bit resentful but I think it's important to say, like, we, we planned this last week and you fell asleep two minutes in. Like, is it because we picked Monday night? Is that like the worst night for you? Like, do we need to pick a different night? Do we need to make sure we are not in the most loungy of chairs with the dim lights watching something? Like, should we sit up? You know, is there things we can do? But I think it's always about communication um, for so many things, right? It, when we assume or we don't say something, then stuff can build. And then we have bigger problems than just the date night. And communication is something that I always talk about pretty much on every single show and communication in every relationship that we have, whether it be with our significant other, whether it be with our family members, our friends, our children, our coworkers, teachers at school. Um, I think it's so important to talk things through. So yeah, I like that point. Speak to your significant other, communicate with them, let them know what works, what's, what's working for you, what's not working for you um, and how you feel. Yeah, absolutely. How it feels if someone's falling asleep when you've tried to connect. Absolutely. Because I, you know what I want to know, how many overthinkers do we have in this audience? We've got, we've got, some are still still, thinking about it. Yeah. See, so I'm an overthinker too. So for me, I find that uh, communication helps a lot and gives me that reassurance, right? Because so many times, you know, if, if we go off that, um, that comment you made, what do you do when they fall asleep? Like, you know what I mean? During your date, 
if you're doing like a, a home little date watching a movie, um, do you smack them? By the way, Kelly could not endorse it. I say go for it. Full on, full on smack. Um, but to an overthinker, they may start thinking to themselves, well, was it something I did? Was it am I, me? Am I not appealing to them? Are they not interested in me anymore? Think of me in the same light. So that's where communication comes in, because if not, you start to at least I know that I start to generate these stories and scenarios in my head, which in my head, they're reality. But, you know, there's actually no facts to support any of it. And I've got it. You know, I think that as overthinkers, we need to remember that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like we can definitely let our uh, cognitive distortions or unhelpful thinking styles take over where we're thinking you know, all or nothing, or we're thinking worst case scenarios, and we just go down that path. So it is really important to find ways to interrupt your thinking. Um, and one of the, this is my magic question I go to, we've talked about it before on your show. But the question is, what would I say to a friend? Because kind of stuff that I, I would say it. to myself, I would never assume like, it wouldn't be like, Oh, it's probably because you're not attractive to your husband anymore to your friend, you'd probably be like, Oh, he's tired. Like, it's not <laughs> about you. You're amazing. Well, you're hold perfect. on, Kelly. Yeah, I've got three girlfriends from high school in my front in the front row here, and uh, I'm looking at one in particular. Her name's Nicole, Nicole Lenaro. Hey, Nicole. And she would totally tell me she'd be like, "P, maybe you're just not sexy to him anymore." So, what would your friend say? Okay, so don't use Nicole. <laughs> no, I love her. She's the best. Yeah, <laughs> that that has its place too. But often, if it's like a distorted thought. Like we know yeah, because it's, it's just off, right? Like it has those always, never, like that kind of flavor of like, it's just a little bit out there. And when we bring it in, like maybe reality is he's tired and you guys haven't been connecting much lately. So I'm sure that's what Nicole means. Yeah, Nicole? Yeah. That's exactly it. She doesn't mean you're not attractive. But in our head, we say things, we say nasty things to ourselves that we would never, we wouldn't even say to an acquaintance. Maybe even an enemy would be nicer. Like, but in our head, we'll like make up stories and then we're pretty hard on ourselves all the time, all the time. But um, I just, I, I know I'm big on communication. So I'm going back to communication for a sec. Hmm. Um, also, I think that that's where if we're talking communication and dating to like spark things up again, I think that it has to start with communication and asking those questions to your significant other. What do you want to do? What can we do? How have you been feeling lately? Right. I'm no yeah. therapist. Kelly is, but I pretend sometimes like now <laughs> you're doing great <laughs> thanks <laughs> um so do we want to do you want to take a break before you we go into the next thought yeah absolutely all right don't go anywhere because this is the parenting show on 640 toronto and i'm your host Gina crystal chic mama.ca Welcome back to the Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca, Toronto's News. Today's talk, 640 Toronto. Welcome back. This is the Parenting Show on 640 Toronto. I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. We are at Deerhurst, and we are doing the show in front of a live audience. It is the Girlfriends Getaway Weekend here. It has been a jam-packed weekend. We had a Barbie theme party on Friday. So Saturday, we had had the James Barker band and some mechanical bull riding. And the most amazing thing about this weekend is seeing all, all these women come together and being here with their girlfriends, which I think girlfriend relationships are huge and important yeah, huge, yeah. and a, a must. And so I've got my girlfriend on stage with me doing the show. 
with me tonight is Kelly Boss, psychotherapist, hey, relationship Tina. parenting expert. So Kelly, we were talking about our relationships with uh, significant others, long-term relationships, just that spark sizzling out. Mm-hmm. How do we get that back? Um, and you had some great suggestions and ideas, and we always go back to communication. That's my most favorite thing. Mm-hmm. But as I look at this room of women, who are eating I can't, tarts or something. What are I they? know. Are those cupcakes? <laughs> what is going on? With strawberries. Beautiful. Wow. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> Sorry, I was slightly distracted by that. <laughs> you know, friends who weekend together and eat together, yeah. stay okay. together. Absolutely. Right? So let's talk about relationships, friendships. Yeah. Friendships. Because those are huge. And we're not just talking about the girlfriends, uh, but we're talking about relationships. Maybe if you've got like a really good buddy that you always go to or mm-hmm. the dads are listening at home because they wish they were here on the girlfriend's getaway weekend <laughs> yeah they do yep um so friendships yeah friendships dive in okay so kelly i always say that people come into your life for a season a reason or a lifetime i did not make that up i wish i did um but there are good relationships there's yep. great relationships there's yep. not so good ones mm-hmm. and toxic ones mm-hmm. so what do we do how do we deal how do we cope um, who should we surround ourselves with? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think sometimes uh, we talked about this a little bit before, but things can serve you at different times. Right. And so relationships change just like we change. Um, I do see sometimes in my practice as a counselor, some people that have very toxic relationships, it might be with family, like a sister or mom, it might be with their friends and it's very difficult to end a friendship. And probably maybe even more so than a relationship, right? Uh, Because there's a bit of some assumption there or that you're friends for life or that you have to. And I think people feel really bad when things change and that relationship isn't working for them the same anymore. Um, So I think, you know, giving ourselves permission, um, it's called false kindness, sustain things that aren't working or pretending something is something that it's not, right? Um, but of course we have like all kinds of girlfriends here this weekend that are obviously bonding and so glad to be here to connect. So that's amazing. Woohoo to them. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Can we just actually get a round of applause for that? Yeah. Woo-hoo. Because you guys have found people that it works with. Yeah. Not only have you found people that make you happy, put a smile on your face. Mm-hmm. I, I saw a lot of people dancing and drinking this weekend too. And there's only like, you know, your, your good friends that you can like, you know, let let loose with and yep. be real and be yourself. So good on you for coming and with those girlfriends and taking time. But the most important thing is that relationship with self. And that is taking time for yourself to get away, to take a break from life and just enjoy. Because I always say life is too short. Yeah, absolutely. Life is too short yep. and life is too short for shitty friends, right? Right. So we need we need to surround ourselves with good people, positive people, people that lift us up, people that motivate us and yep. inspire us instead of dragging us down. And we need to cut out those bad ones, mm-hmm. which isn't which, of course, isn't easy. It can also be hard sometimes to make. I don't know, maybe show of hands here. Like if you've moved later in life or you've had some changes, sometimes it's hard to make new friends in a new community. If people had that, anyone want to raise a hand? Yeah. So um, if you've moved or 
if for whatever reason, your friendships have changed a lot, that can be hard sometimes in an adult to make new friends. Has anyone had an experience where they found it really successful or a good way? I mean, obviously, you're going to meet people this weekend, which is amazing. But has there been ways that you've found you've been able to connect or make new friends in a community when you've had to kind of shift peers? I am mean, divorces sometimes. There's lots of things that can happen where it changes, right? Anyone have any experience or a tip? So what she was saying is um, that you really got to put yourself out there. And that's how you'll meet new people and you'll find people that jive with you, similar interests. Um, and I totally agree because if you don't put yourself out there, how are you going to meet anyone? And that even just goes with like relationships in general. Even for those of you that are single that are trying to find someone like no one's going to come knocking on your bedroom door um, on a Saturday night, you know, looking for you. If you don't go out, no one's going to no one's going to see you and find you. So definitely like, yes, I love that. Put yourself out there. Yeah. And I think we make those assumptions. Again, it's that twisted thinking again where we oh, well, they've already got all the friends they need. Like that can happen a lot. You go to something and you see something like, oh, they probably don't want to meet anyone new or they're already connected in the community. And that's simply not the case. Like I think, okay, so some of you haven't moved or haven't had that change of friendships. Are you open to new friendships generally? Yeah, yeah. somewhat. <laughs> some, yeah, people are saying, yeah. yeah, people are saying yes, definitely open to new friendships. You know what I, like, what are your thoughts on the online community, Kelly? And using yeah. that as a tool to make friends. Pina's just being romantic here because that's how we met. <laughs> I'm reminiscing, <laughs> reminiscing. Well, we met in person, but, you know, a lot of friendships, you know, you might meet at a weekend like this. We met at a social media conference. And so you keep in touch by different ways. And so your actual FaceTime together might be quite small. But yeah, you can have like really rich friendships that, you know, have kind of lasted because of all the ways to communicate. I mean... I, I don't think I'm alone here that I'm so glad I didn't have all the social media as a kid because it seems like it would be impossible. Although I am curious of whatever happened to my German exchange student. And, you know, I have some curiosity, but I haven't found every single person I've ever met where like my kids definitely almost have that pressure. Right. So, yeah. But yeah, you can definitely have like really rich friendships that are more online or like olden day, I suppose, like letter writing, you know, you were able I to get to know each other. Can. can you still go to the library and they set you up with a pen pal? The teachers in the front row were like saying, no, that's not. And then someone else is like, someone, and other people are like, that would be amazing. Wouldn't it be amazing? Yes. Like, Especially if they live somewhere really cool and invite you to visit. There you go. So, but that's one thing that I think that we should do is always be open-minded. Um, and to meet new people because you never know, like, like I said, season, reason, and lifetime. Yeah. And you never know when you're going to meet that person. Um, it doesn't have to be a romantic relationship, but when you meet that lifetime person, that lifetime friend, mm. that girlfriend, that buddy, um, whatever it may be. Yeah. So I think you got to be, you got to be open-minded. But, but as you said, you have to put yourself out there and you, you know, sometimes it's so hard. It's so hard to join new things. Like you said, you're moving around with the military. I mean, in some ways there might be at least a bit of a community that gets it. You know, sometimes you might move and nobody gets it. Like everyone seemed to grow up there and that's like small towns. Sometimes it just feels like everyone's so established. Um, and you know, kids can help with that, but it not always like if you're a little bit maybe older or have totally different interests, it's just finding those interests. Who plays pickleball? Anyone taking up pickleball? <laughs> See, what like everyone plays pickleball? pickleball. I don't know. Maybe pickleball, maybe something else. But just trying to find those things that adults can join and book clubs. That's another good one. I mean, COVID kind 
I screwed this up for us right a bit, right? Yeah. But it's it's um it's something that definitely I think that is important is to have those relationships with your girlfriends. And I think a lot of people, once they get married, they tend to lose some of their girlfriends. And that's sad. And they lose themselves. And it's just like when you become a mom after you have those kids, you're like, okay, I'm a mom now and nothing else, which I think is total BS. And it's a hashtag I use all the time is more than just a mom, because I think that we need to remind ourselves that we are more than just moms for the moms out there listening. Um, you know what? Should we talk about moms? Should we talk about dads? Should we talk about relationship with our kids? Sure. Let's go. Okay. Don't next. go anywhere. So we're going to be back with more right here on 640 Toronto. This is The Parenting Show. And I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. You're listening to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca. Toronto's news. Today's talk, 640 Toronto. We're back. It is Sunday night and we are coming to you from Deerhurst in beautiful Muskoka. And I've got the beautiful Kelly Boss sitting next to me. She is my girlfriend, but she's also an amazing psychotherapist, relationship expert, parenting expert, and just amazing goddess. That's it. Goddess is a big word. Thank you. It is. (laughs) I'm a goddess with you. I just gave myself that title too. too. Yeah. Um, So we're talking relationships and we've got a room of beautiful, amazing women because it is the girlfriend's getaway weekend here at Deerhurst. And we talked a little bit about relationships, those stale relationships um, for the people that have been married or with someone for a long time and they're just tired. How do we bring back that spark? And then we were talking about relationships with friends and how do we make friends? Um, And that kind of segued into parenthood. Mm. and how we seem to get lost we seem to get lost like i said when you're in that long-term relationship and you're with that person sometimes you lose some friends and it's sad and it's crappy but it happens and that's reality and then it happens again for those of you that have chosen to have children then you know what i'm talking about because that baby comes along and then everything else is put on the back burner your significant other Because guess what? They're an adult. They can fend for themselves. And your needs, because, hey, baby comes first and you need to do what you need to do to be a a good parent to your Mm -hmm. child, right? And so now we've got that relationship with our kids. And it can get really crazy, Kelly. Mm -hmm. And it changes. It's constantly changing. I was watching videos of me with my kids they're now uh 12 10 and 8 of when they were little and they were so sweet and they were so cute not not so much anymore um but you know what i mean like it was i look at that relationship and i look at how much they've grown as humans as people in society and things change mm-hmm. inevitably they're going to change I and sometimes th- that change is hard i have this theory that people have stages that they do really well in and stages that they struggle a bit in, right? So there's always someone, you know, maybe there's someone here, you could even raise your hand, like babies. They love babies. Crazy about babies. Anyone love babies? Yes. Oh, they're loving babies. Other people are like, could totally skip over that. I'm good. (laughs) Who loves the toddlers? I love toddlers. I'm crazy about toddlers. That's me too. 
And then there's like, uh, I really liked it when we could have like conversations and like kind of like school age children. And that's like my, there's some teachers here that are like, no, because I do that all day. So <laughs> no, but yeah, school age. Some people loved grade four. Or they really got a lot of their kids in grade six. And then teens, who loves the teens? And there's no there too, but there's also always people with the hands up, right? And then they love their, they love their relationship when their kids are, you know, uh, in college or university or like in, in the early working stage, or they love them now seeing them as parents. Like there's all these different stages. And I think some of us are just more equipped or better, or just more like, it's just more innate in us to be good at those stages. But then I think we're hard on ourselves when we're not really spectacular at others. Right. And I think we just have to know that everyone has their wheelhouse, right. And that's amazing. So you said that you're, your special age or the, the the stage that you like is the toddler stage. Yeah, I just had a lot of patience for it at that time. And I found actually had less patience in school age because I was like, even though kind of young, I'm like, but you should know because like you're saying all the right things to me, but you're still doing the exact opposite. Like I just found it logically you know, frustrating. Then toddlers, I'm like, whatever, you're just going to do it. Oh, we've got a question here or a comment. You were saying basically that you have you've had teens at different times of like history, so to speak, and coming with now with the social media and your youngest teen is or your current teen has been a lot more challenging because they're armed with so much information. Am I summing it up? Yes. And that can be really challenging. It was totally different before. Oh my goodness. And the phone fights? Who has the phone fights to get off? Oh, your phone? yeah. The phone fights. Right. It's just a different thing. Just, We're not aging ourselves at all. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just, it's really a different battle than, say, you had, as you said, with your 24 year old. Yeah. And I think that's, that's true too. Like, we, I think we have different battles, even what we had with our parents. Like, maybe there's some similarities, but there's probably a lot of differences on the kind of things. It wasn't to get off the phone all the time. I mean, for me, it would be like that long, crazy cord getting all tangled while you're trying to find a corner of a little privacy, right? <laughs> but yeah, it's different fights. And yeah, it, it's, and that can also be exhausting. So you might have enjoyed teen years with one child more than another just because they're, they're the different, different eras. Yeah. yeah, the different eras, definitely. So Kelly, are you trying to say that communication is like number one? <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Oh, sorry, we just have another question. But yeah, I think again, it's so hard to have um, these boundaries now and these conversations. And so I think it's like a new way of doing it. And and we're gonna have someone that has an idea to speak to it right now from the audience. So our audience member was basically just saying that the internet is a very scary place. And we have to be careful because yeah, we live in a different time in a different place. Um, all of us who are parents either listening to the show at home or in this room right now, we didn't grow up like this. And that's why it's important that we have these good relationships with our kids. Right, Kelly? So that yeah. they know that they can come and talk to us and that we can go to them and communicate with them the like how to be safe online. What's mm -hmm. appropriate? What's inappropriate? Mm -hmm. um, how do we deal with this? And if something should arise, that they know that they can come to us. And that's not always easy. That's scary for yeah. their kids, right? Absolutely. So, you know, obviously communication, again, really important and having those open dialogue and having a chance to sit down and talk with your teens when you can. Um, careful what we model. I'm guilty of it too. I can get on my phone. I don't know what I'm looking for. Somehow I'm looking for something. I'm scrolling 
scrolling, I'm scrolling, I don't know what it is. <laughs> then I say, oh, this is dumb and I get off it. But I'm, you know, I'm an adult, right? And I have more self-control and it's still hard because it's designed to be hard, right? This is designed to be addictive and it's really hard. So it's hard for our kids even more so. So we have to communicate these things with them. Like we have to communicate the, the problems with it. We have to encourage other interests. We have to get them outside. Um, and that's hard. And just having those talks with them, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. um, that's it for us. We're going to go have fun now here at the Girlfriends Getaway Weekend. But if people want to get more info, Kelly, from you or talk to you, where do they find you? Where do they go? So probably easy. You can find me at kellyboss.com. I'm 1S or Kelly Boss Therapy on Instagram um, and Facebook. Those are probably the easiest. Um, and then I have uh, two locations, Couch Psychotherapy in Aurelia and Muskoka Mind and Body in Gravenhurst. So not far from where we are today. Thank you so much, Kelly. And thank you, ladies, for coming and spending time with us for the past hour talking relationship. And a big, big, big thank you to Deerhurst Resorts for um, an incredible, an incredible and much needed girlfriends getaway weekend, because this is what we need to do for our relationship with not only ourselves, but our relationships with our girlfriends. And then if we're happy here, we get to go home to our significant other or maybe a dog or cat or children. <laughs> and we'll be in a happy, good mood. So thank you for uh, for putting us in that mood, dear Hearst. That is it for um, the Parenting Show, but we'll catch you next week. Same time, same place right here on 640 Toronto.